Today's episode of Tarpod is brought to you by Deal. Lauren, do you know Deal want to create a million jobs by making worldwide hiring simple? These days we collaborate on Zoom, design new products with team members all over the world, attend virtual events from anywhere. The one big issue tools to hire and pay international teams haven't kept up. Mm. International hiring can be messy with confusing local laws, complicated taxes and even hefty fines if you don't get it right, Craig. At Deal, our job is to make hiring talent from overseas as easy and accessible as hiring locally. Deal offers payroll, HR, compliance, perks and all the benefits needed to hire people. Through Deal, Aussie businesses can hire contractors or full-time employees in over 150 countries. We believe amazing talent is everywhere, but opportunity is not. Too true. We want to unlock the global talent pool so that companies can hire the best talent for the job, regardless of where they live. So to check out more, go to deal.com, that's D-E-E-L.com, and don't forget to tell them... Tarpod sent you. You're listening to Tarpod. We talk talent engagement and mobility with the experts. That means you get the best info, knowledge, and advice with a side of fun. Now, here are the pair that sound younger than they look Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi everyone, welcome to Tarpod. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. And today's special guest and sponsor for the month of April is Bevan Stevenson from Deal, who is the Global Alliance's APAC. Welcome. Thanks for having me on today, team. Wow, it's great to have you on, Bevan. Great to have you on. And look, just a, a, a small warning to any of our listeners. Um, Lauren's like mo- in moving mode and she's like, is all bah, 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 bah. She's crazy at the moment, all manic. Just wants to go and pock, pack boxes and unpack boxes and all sorts of things. I'm living off chocolate and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find any cutlery to eat food. <laughs> that's the staples of uh, talent acquisition specialist, yeah? Well, it's working for me. I've got a handful of leftover Easter eggs, a mountain of coffee, cannot find the cutlery, and there we go. You're in the right industry. There you go, based on those food habits. (laughs) Hey, Bevan, deal. Now, obviously, you've been sponsoring Tarpod this month, and we're very, very, very grateful for that. But what we would like to do is share a little bit today with our listeners about Deal, um, maybe the journey of the business, and also, you know, exactly what you can do to help people in the talent acquisition industry. So the floor is yours for a moment. Sort of maybe just describe what Deal does and where they've come from on their journey. Yeah, great. Thanks for that, Craig. And and it's a great question because we literally are a three-year-old startup. Jeez. And um, you know, but you're not something. a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> we have passed that 100 million ARR mark, so we are in that category, but we are heading in a different de- direction for some <laughs> other mythical beast that we might get named uh, in the future. But so um, Laurensaurus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so tell us about, about the growth. Yeah, look, it's been really exciting. And, and I suppose, you know, we're solving a real problem in today's world, which is, you know, the, the, the lack of talent available in local markets. Mm. What does that mean? You know, as COVID's obviously hit in the last couple of years, you know, that's forced companies to to think differently about their global hiring strategy. So this is not just about, hey, we're a company that's been gaslit with investment, we want to go overseas quickly. Yes, we can service that demand, but there's actually a retention lever that we're working here in, in local markets as well, where now as the borders are opening up, 
people haven't seen their families for a long time. They want to go and travel. So companies mm. are now at risk of losing their employees because they can't enable a global payroll solution or a solution to be able to hire those people in the countries where they don't have an entity. Mm. So there's two levers that we're really working on here at the moment. One's the growth strategy. That's logical. The second is the retention strategy. Now the borders are opening up. So real problem you know, that good. we're solving in today's market. So if we've got some one of our employees who wants to head back to, say, uh, I don't know, India to visit their parents for three months, we can say, hey, yep, no problems at all. We'll just move your payroll across to this and we can facilitate from there. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I mean, like every country, there's certain mandatory benefits and payments that are required. India is an interesting one. We've had a lot of requests for obviously expats that are living in Australia, New Zealand, that want to return home to see their family, very family orientated um, community people. And in India, if you work for, for one day further than three months, then you're required to pay mandatory benefits into the Indian tax laws. Right. So across most like, countries, like it's usually around that three month or where the tourist visa ends isn't it yeah and that's where that's where a lot of companies are unaware of the risks associated to how they can manage that you know either part-time or contract-based hiring so we're, we're a risk and compliance business where we help companies mitigate risk when they're looking to hire people and enter new marketplaces mm. where the laws are very different from one country to the next I mean, if you've ever worked with companies tried to set up in the US, one side of the US has different tax laws to the other oh. side. So again, trying to, to manage you know, expansion into the US from one side of the country to the other is very complex and challenging. And again, we're a compliance first business, so we help businesses mitigate a lot of that risk. And you're platform based too, right? So people can go in and, and work it all out online? Yeah, definitely. So some people might, you know, hear the term EOR and go, "What does that mean?" Um, it means employer of record, um, but it's not a it's not a new term. It's something that's been around for a long time. You know, in the US, predominantly they've been using EOR and PEO services for a long time. In Australia, we've enjoyed the luxury of migration over the last mm. twenty or thirty years. Lots of people coming to Australia because of jobs and the economy. What's happened now is that um, you know companies need to access talent because migration has been slow. So now companies want to hire talent in different markets, and now EOR is starting to become a dominant um, solution that companies can now leverage to be able to enable their companies to grow through hiring people in different markets. Can, can I give you a live uh, sort of test case to work with? <laughs> yeah. So in yeah. My, my business- um, Off the cuff, buddy. We I know, right? So my business, Rextra, so we we provide recruitment services, obviously, to, to other businesses and partner with talent acquisition firms. Um, I've been trying to get- more and more recruiters uh, recently and haven't been able to, you know, with, with what the market's like. I joined a Facebook group yesterday based in the Philippines and put a Where's post. Where's going, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know where this is going because I've been at him for months to do this and, it, and he's finally freaking done it. Yes, yeah, so I put a post on, on Facebook yesterday and I've had 68 recruiters from the Philippines saying they're interested in working for me and I want to set up a small team in Philippines. So is that something that you guys would work with? Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, you know, recruitment was always a visa pathway for a lot of expats out of the UK that came to Australia. So the recruitment industry, and I've worked in it for 15 years, been a Kiwi hoping to change the narrative, you know, very much been focused on it's a visa pathway to Australia. It's a way I can come here. I can set up in Bondi and I can work in recruitment. Off I go. So there's been a lot of support to that. But obviously, as migration slowed and visa Mm. pathways have changed, you know, now companies like yourself have to look for where does the talent reside? 
So that's what we're enabling. We're enabling you to look more abroad into the new markets where the talent currently resides. This is not about wage arbitration. It's not about getting cheaper talent, the offshoring or outsourcing model that a lot of companies have used over the last sort of, you know, two or three decades. This is about finding the right talent to grow your business or retaining the talent you currently have in your business because they need to return home for an extended period of time. CA teams are now have to think more global with their sourcing framework. So what does that require? Well, how do we distribute jobs to new markets using fantastic platforms like Itaboo, you know, which is a job distribution platform. So you have your ATS like a job adder, you have your Itaboo for job distribution into new markets, you have your deal for global payroll and compliance, and then you have a platform like a HiBob for your engagement, Mm. HRS. So the whole tech stack for global sourcing has changed. And if you're using old school tools and your technology, you're trying to source in global markets, you're going to fail because you're not going be able to do it. We've got some fantastic integrations going with some of those companies I mentioned. Zero, I'm going to the Zero Roadshow tomorrow. And we're exhibiting there. They're one of our key partners. So, you know, there's a lot of cool technology that we are partnering with. We know what our role is. We're the global payroll and compliance piece. We need the other tools and technology to support the TA team so they can use, you know, technology to hire globally. And just to just to um, verify or clarify, you said off um, air earlier that your that you deal is the fastest growing software company in the world right now. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, look, it's pretty humbling, I suppose, to sort of hear those words, and it gives me a little bit of chills to sort of think that I'm working for a company that's achieved, you know, what I would say is a generational, um, uh, a generational sort of sort of position, meaning that you know, in, in sort of less than 20 months, we've gone from a uh, one million to, to nearly 100 million in ARR. Now, I suppose mm. what's really exciting about that, it shows confidence yeah. that, you know, the market has a problem and we're here to enable that that problem to be solved. So, you know, this is not just selling tools and technology just for the sake of it. We're actually, there's a real world problem, global hiring, and we're enabling companies to be able to leverage our technology to be able to find the talent where they need to be able to, to work. Mm. So that's great. You've got, so your open API is coming. Um, which is fantastic. And what else is on um, the roadmap for deal in the future? Yeah, so it's a great question. Look, the origin of the story in our, our amazing founders, Shuo and Alex, you know, initially sort of set the business up as a contractor-based business to start with. Mm-hmm. Why? You know, they were in R&D or in payroll and payments, and they were having challenges by trying to hire people in different markets and then make payments to those people, Swift cost and PayPal and other things that were mm-hmm. creating a lot of cost. So the origin of our business was in contractor hiring first. Then they saw the movement towards what we call EOR, which is full-time employee, where we manage all the compliance and the risk for for the employee. So that's where we've headed in the last sort of, I would say, eight to 10 months. And that's been a big part of the growth of our business. As we move forward into the latter part of this year, we are announcing global payrolls. So what we want to be able to support a company to do is to either spin up a contractor wherever they are in the world within minutes on our platform, Mm -hmm. hire somebody full-time like yourself, Craig, in the Philippines to work for you because that's where talent resides. We manage all the compliance and risk for you by by enabling that. And then future-proofing that so there's no churn from our platform that customers then can say, well, in the Philippines, I've got 10 people there. I might set up an entity. I want to set up payroll. We can enable global payroll in those countries that they want to operate in. So that's some of our future roadmap that we're working on at the moment. Okay, so the actual employee themselves, they are actually hired by the company and then you guys facilitate from there. Correct, yeah. 
We act as the employer record. We own the entity and the infrastructure. They leverage that infrastructure for compliance reasons, tax reasons. We pay the employer on behalf of the employer, but in the context of the employer, they are working and engage the business they've been employed to work for. And how many countries are you in currently? Currently, we operate in 160 countries. Uh, have your own Olympics. Again, <laughs> our, our sort of market advantage, I suppose, has been investing and setting up the infrastructure ourselves. A lot of our competitors really leverage third party. If you understand the mm. ADP payroll structure, it's more of a bureau service through different third parties. So there's a lots of hands in the honeypot, if you could say that. Um, we are we are investing and setting up the entity and infrastructure ourselves. So we've got, I think, up to about 100 deal-owned entities. Mm. And then obviously we're looking to invest in, in, in opening up more entities as we grow. So we want to be able to say, you know, in a short term, we own 160 uh, deal-owned entities, which wow. is where we can then offer that global payroll solution to companies. We could travel the world and work wherever we want. Couldn't we, though? That'd be great. Hey, Bevan, in case we forget a bit later on, if somebody listening would like to get more information from yourself or, or deal, what's the best way to contact? Yeah, so um, I've got a pretty strong presence on LinkedIn. Um, so either reach out to me, send me a direct message there on LinkedIn. That's probably the, the quickest and easy way. But obviously, we've got a, a fantastic website with all the information I've been talking about today. So that's www.deal.com. Um, and, you know, that will be able to then direct you to some of the information that you're looking for. So, Bevan, I noticed on your website you ha- do have quite a number of case studies and locally um, companies like RideZumo and Linktree. Can you tell us a little bit about your partnerships with them? Yeah, so it's a great question. So we launched the, the business in Australia nearly seven months ago um, with our head of country expansion, a, a gentleman called Shannon Karaka. And since sort of launch, we've been focused on very much an SMB sort of mid-market play mm-hmm. within alliance and partnerships program to support that. So our go-to-market's really built around SMB mid-market, pushing an enterprise with an alliance and partnership program to support that. Um, we've been fortunate to secure some of those fantastic brands, you know, Lies, the non-alcoholic beverage company, um, uh, Ride Zumo, Marcellium, um, Linktree. Um, so these are some of these great Australian homegrown tech companies or, mm. or again, non-alcoholic beverage companies that have really seen the, the opportunity to go global through deal solution. Um, I think that's really empowering as conversations I'm having with governments at the moment, talking about how does government get involved with tech and innovation being, you know, the third largest contributor to GDP. They really want to be in a supporting role to a lot of tech and innovation here in this market. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of confidence, I suppose, to see, you know, these types of companies starting to really expand globally and leveraging deal as a solution to be able to enable them to do that. Yeah, they're really scale-up um, companies, aren't they? And they're moving and, and they need a company like you to support as they go into different markets and different right. locations. Yeah, like I said before, you know, just setting up in the US is in one part of the US is really expensive and, and complex. So to be able to enable a company to to set up right across the US in all different states without that complexity to test market viability, create profitability, it's a it's a better way to open markets now. Mm, absolutely. So the other thing I wanted to ask you, so a business of any size can jump on this, can't they? Whether it be a small business wanting to get one person offshore or full-blown enterprise, the whole deal. Yep, correct. Yeah, there's no minimum commitment here with deal. That's the great thing about it. Against the backdrop of our legacy providers, you know, there's been a lot of services cost built into their um, service that they offer. So this is a, a one-off fee that people can pay. I want to hire a contractor. It costs forty-nine dollars USD per month. No minimum period on that. Yep. 
and the EOR service is $5.99 USD per month. Again, no minimum service on that. So it's a very transparent way to be able to manage your costs. And as TA teams are investing in their conversations with their CEOs and, and leadership team at the moment about budgets for hiring, you know, you can really start to plan, you know, with these costs already in mind, what your hiring pathway and costs are going to be over the next sort of, you know, few months. So it's a really good way to enable TA teams to understand the cost of hiring and work with senior leadership to help them understand what the cost of hiring is as well. Yeah. So if someone like me... solution to the shortage that we've got globally at the moment, well... It's a good start anyway, a good step forward. So we need to start looking offshore and uh, getting there, getting there because we can't get immigration quick enough here. No, it's well, as, as you said in our, our wonderful opening narrative, you know, talent is anywhere basically. So, you know, we've restricted ourselves to look very local in our approach and that's just been the way TA teams have been established and thought. But now it's this, act, you know, think local, I'm act global approach. It's not so much the TA teams, it's the people behind them. <laughs> TA yeah, teams are a- probably wanting to do some of this for a while um, and it's trying to get uh, finance and those other areas to come on board and sort of take that risk um, and realise there is no risk. Yeah, you're right. It's a great point, Lauren. And, and yeah, thanks for correcting me on that. You're right. The risk is being with the finance functions to say, hey, TA team, you can't go and hire somebody in the Philippines because we don't have an entity there. Well, mm. now that risk is removed because deal takes control of that. So TA teams have, have the opportunity of having a strategic seat at the table now to be able to. Absolutely talk, agree with you on that, Evan. Yeah, COVID has taken all of us from losing our jobs to now there's not enough of us. We're the most in-demand um, career, one of the careers in the world at the moment, and people listen to us now. Yes, it's nice to be not called pond scum anymore, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I've always said after 15 years working in talent acquisition, my noble task in this world was to rid the world of unemployment, but some people kept calling me pond scum. So (laughs) (laughs) Clearly they are the people who do not understand our jobs. (laughs) Correct. Hey, Bevan, thanks so much for spending some time with us today and letting us know a little bit more about Deal and the solutions that you offer. It's really exciting, and I think that anyone who has any interest at all in looking at um, outside their current location to support their their uh, workflow to reach out and you know have a discussion and see where the deal can help yeah really excited for that thanks Craig and yeah that that's really what it comes down to is, is enabling TA teams to be able to create what we say is create a global sourcing framework so enable themselves to think abroad um, you know we're an enabler of that there's other technology that supports that but to, again to have a strategic seat at the table you can bring a lot of real business value now if you understand where the talent resides absolutely absolutely so jump on board everybody out there go global stop thinking local (laughs) and on on that note it's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from me thanks bevan thanks bevan thanks team today's episode of tarpod was brought to you by our good mates at deal do you know deal want to create a million jobs by making worldwide hiring simple Wow, how we all work has changed. These days we collaborate on Zoom, design new products with team members all over the world and attend virtual events from anywhere. The one big issue? Tools to hire and pay international teams haven't kept up. No. Yes. International hiring can be messy with confusing local laws, complicated taxes and even hefty fines if you don't get it right. 
At Deal, our job is to make hiring talent from overseas as easy and accessible as hiring locally. Deal offers payroll, HR compliance, perks and all the benefits needed to hire people. Through Deal, Aussie businesses can hire contractors or full-time employees in over 150 countries. That is a lot of countries. We believe amazing talent is everywhere, but opportunity is not. So true. Yes, we want to unlock the global talent pool so that companies can hire the best talent for the job regardless of where they live. To check out more, go to deal.com, that's D-E-E-L.com, and don't forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Thanks for listening to Tarpod, and please don't forget to subscribe. And make sure you listen to the outtakes at the end of the episode. They're usually the best bit. I saw you had a lovely picture of a unicorn on your website. I hate that word. I know you hate them. No. (laughs) We're we're past unicorn. Whatever you want to create some more mythical. Fucking hate unicorns. (laughs) (laughs) Like the unicorns are the old school guys. We're way past that. We can be like. It's up there with foosball and ping pong tables in an office. Fucking hate it.